0: listening to the Winnipeg Pisa Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Biennage. It is February 7th. Today I am here with Stacey James.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm very good.
0: Good. Awesome. Uh, so we just finished hearing your song uh, Something You Regret, which is from your soon-to-be-released album 1111. Yes. Which is very, 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 very exciting. Um, it's gonna be released on February 10th. So only, like in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you feeling about that?
1: Well, <laughs> I have mixed feelings about that. Sending uh, little pieces of me into the world for others to hear is mm-hmm. interesting, but it'll be good.
0: But it's not something you regret. Is it?
1: Oh, it is not something I regret. <laughs> no, so no. that's not
0: what that song is about. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no good. Um, so, tell me about yourself. So, people who maybe aren't familiar with your music and um, who would like to be, uh, describe what kind of noise do you make?
1: <laughs> what kind of noise do? Well, you want sound <laughs> effects? I don't, I don't think people want to hear that uh well, I am uh, a, a noise maker of uh soul funk blues um, with a rock poppy twist. I uh, started in the local hip hop scene in Winnipeg actually around fourteen fifteen years old um, and I've been making noise ever since <laughs> why uh why hip hop why hip hop uh well. I don't I, I think it's the the people that I got uh, connected with initially I started working with uh, a couple of the local groups there was headline attracts and deep cave records and they kind of pushed me onto the stage mm-hmm. and I did some hooks at that point I was still really scared of my voice and kind of stood back and whispered into the mic but um, they kept pushing me along and I actually grew within that scene
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, as an artist a lot before I went exploring
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so now you consider yourself a uh, soul, blues, funk, rock, and pop. (laughs) Combo Um, pack. Yeah, combo (laughs) pack, yeah, all in one uh, treat. Uh, Why did you decide to branch out to these different genres? Uh, Well, I I think
1: that it was all a part of me. It was just something that I wasn't able to express fully um, until I got more comfortable with myself as an artist. That is a uh, that those genres have a lot to uh, come from my upbringing too that's the kind of music that i listened to growing up so it was in my soul (laughs) (laughs)
0: in your your soul perfect (laughs) um so do you have training in certain instruments that kind of encourage you to go into that genre or do you just like listening to it and then you want to sing that kind of music
1: uh i guess that's kind of how it went. The only training I had was on a French horn in high school, so (laughs) you know, uh, I don't think that that (laughs) Well, you could try (laughs) and see what happens. uh, It would be interesting, because there is a beautiful, rich sound from the French horn, but um, yeah, I just I don't know. Something happened around age 13, 14. I was like, I need a keyboard. So my mom and my dad got me one for Christmas, and I just started plunking away and turning my poems into songs. Mm -hmm. And they just evolved.
0: And so why did you decide to go from writing music to actually performing it in front of an audience? Because, uh, well, I don't know if I really
1: chose it. I think (laughs) I was more kind of pushed along and encouraged to. Um, And I guess in a sense it was a choice because I agreed. Um, But um, I'm not quite sure. I guess I needed to put some wings on it, you Mm -hmm. know, so that it left my notebook so that people could actually hear it, maybe relate to it.
0: Mm -hmm. Great. That's nice that you figured that out right away, that you wanted to share it. And um, you knew that you wanted people to relate and possibly learn from maybe your experiences. (laughs) My mistakes.
2: Not have something (laughs) they regret.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, So this song that you, um, well, we started with Something You Regret. Mm -hmm. What was that about? (laughs) <laughs> you want to share that story? Um, <laughs> uh, did I turn every
1: shade of red? Um, <laughs> well, oh, you don't feel comfortable. Oh, you don't have no, to it's okay. It's okay. Uh, well, I, uh, I guess I was in um, a, re- a relationship of some kind and um, also taking influences from other people in relationships that, you know, um, they didn't know what they wanted or they thought that there was more out there without really... Um, exploring what they had, and then ending up with something they regret, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and that's basically what the song's about, you know, saying, oh, I made a mistake.
0: And <laughs> how did you uh, make the decision that you wanted to, to write about that and actually share it with others? Um, it is a really personal kind of topic that could be um, not really embarrassing, but hard to share. What, what got you past that kind of barrier, that wall of insecurity to just be willing to share it? Um, I think
1: during the writing process, um, it's very freeing. So you have the ability to face things that would be otherwise really difficult and possibly suppressed. So through writing the song, I came to terms with a lot of the different emotions that were there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it just made sense to keep singing it.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, no, you makes, know, it's yeah. like
1: facing it over and over and over again until it's gone. You know. Yeah,
0: I and mean, then yeah, I and mean, then you are stronger than it or something. I, I
1: right? w- honestly, I, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it helps you overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you so you you worded it really well that there are lots of different emotions with, with certain kinds of topics. How do you focus it onto one topic? Because when you're maybe when you you regret something, you're angry, you're sad, you're confused. Um, how do you um, bundle all of those emotions into one like coherent thought that would work for a song? Uh,
1: that's a very good question. It's just
0: because my personal is with writing. It's so easy to think, oh yeah, th- at this part, I'm sad. Let's write about that. Oh, now I'm angry. Now I'm happy. And that it kind of the song will sometimes lose track of what it's supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. How do you successfully if you do? Um, if I do. Yeah. Um, how do you hone that down into one thought? Uh, Focus
1: on the strongest emotion that's involved, you know. So after you strip away all those layers, you know, the anger and the resentment and the confusion and the this, what is left? What is the core feeling that is generating all those other feelings? And that's what I will focus on to try to... Mm -hmm make sure the song is consistent instead of starting like, um, I'm uh, so mad, oh, it's a little better now, <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's actually, that makes a lot of sense. I probably should take that to heart. Um, so then what is your song wri- writing process on a regular basis? Um, do you start with some kind of melody or chord progression, or do you ha- like do you have this idea and write out the lyrics, and then you match the lyrics to some kind of chords, or how do you really... How do you write your songs? <laughs> it's,
1: uh, it's really um, in a few different ways. It depends. Um, sometimes I will just sit at the piano, and I will have chords. Uh, I find that different chords give me different emotions, and from those different emotions, I'm able to write. Mm-hmm. So it's like, OK, well, these sounds together make me feel like this. What can I, what feeling, you know, can I, a situation can I apply to that? Or, mm-hmm. you know, how do I expand on it? Um, and then other times I will have just a, a lyric in my head. I have a big, thick book called a, a Half rights, is what I call them. It's like a verse, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and sometimes I'll pick through there, be able to put different pieces together, and then I'll write music around it. Yeah. Um, but typically, I usually start with with the music, and then I add uh, the words after. Mm-hmm. Those are inspired from the
0: sound. Okay, and that and that works for you really well. I'm guessing <laughs> you were so able to far. write a full album. So far, gonna, this is your second album, correct?
1: Uh, no, actually, this is my first solo album that okay. I'm releasing. Um, I've done lots of music over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, have, however, have two more written and ready to go. I'm in the studio for the second one now.
0: Oh, wow. Just, you're just ready. <laughs> That's impressive. Ready. Um, how come you decided not to put them onto a larger album, or why did you decide to break these ones up? And how did you decide which songs were going to go on which album? Uh, well, I decided
1: to keep uh, to break them up because they are different points in time. Um, this album here that I'm releasing right now, um, I hate to say it, but it's not who I am, it's who I was. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a, a reflection of what I thought, what I went through, what I was inspired by, not not the present. Mm-hmm. So um, it just made sense to have all that music together. That marks a point in time. So it's little chunks of time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> time yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but... Um just like the stories and yes okay all right that's really interesting the,
1: as far as i'm sorry did i miss you no
0: no no yeah? no okay. I'm, I'm um just re- restating what you said yeah um so not only are you a um songwriter and performer you're also a uh, poet <laughs> and sh- uh, short story writer and uh, child or children's novelist Storywriter? writer? I don't uh, know. What's the official title? What well, do you call yourself?
1: I don't know. Um, <laughs> a wannabe? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> an aspiring uh, children's book author. Um, it's a, it's a short series. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a children's series uh, with short stories. So short story writer. Yeah. Okay. Um, the series is called Dealings with Feelings, and it's uh, so far I've got five books written, and they're all short stories of different things that you know. Um, I think are really relatable for parents and for the children. You know, um, the first book that I'm hoping to have done this year, if everything works as planned, um, is called Working With Time. And time really isn't something that children think about at all. They don't really have much of a concept of it. Um, And so that's what that first book is, is teaching them about working with it cuz you can miss out on opportunities if you're not and mm-hmm. you know and the parents sometimes and you know being one myself you yeah. want to run your head into a wall <laughs> like
0: why are you not putting your socks on we have to go 5 <laughs> <gonna> go, <laughs> minutes <laughs> yeah uh so what's the age group for this for these books uh as far
1: as reading on their own independently i'd say you know maybe age 6 to um 11 12, <laughs> 12 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
0: one that one big number yeah like yeah somewhere in there
1: mm-hmm. um but to read them to your child i mean you could start it too yeah mm-hmm.
0: and why did you decide to to do this to start this project uh
1: well it's, it's another place to write you know of course i i will write anything i can mm-hmm. um but uh, also because they're you know little things that i've learned um as a mother you know um I've learned where there, there are struggles, um, different things that I would like to teach, you know, um, w- different things that I am teaching. You know, uh, like one of the books, Be Your Own Person. Um, I'm actively teaching my children to be their own person, yeah. have their own thoughts, and uh, have their own journey and not follow. So I guess that's where it came from.
0: Mm. So, th- and, and why specifically children, short stories, why not just for young adults or for adults? Or anyone, I don't know. I
1: think adults can find some enjoyment in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do also have a project that I am working on just for for adults, and that that will handle that that end end of it all. <laughs> the,
0: the end of it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay I'm not yeah. worried about that. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you how do you balance um, your songwriting, your poetry, your short short story writing I saw that you're you're a blogger as well how do you balance all of this this writing and how do you keep all the thoughts in one place and I'm sure they overlap maybe but oh sure they do yeah (laughs)
1: um I don't really know to be quite (laughs) honest with you um I know that the memo pad in my phone is my best friend uh I am constantly talk texting ideas into there with a heading so I know where it's going to go. And I've, uh, I, I'm i still learning about time management and designating different bl- blocks of time to different things. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's time management, really. As long as the creative juices are flowing, I'll have somewhere to plunk them. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have any suggestions for people who maybe, uh, like myself, are not the best with managing their time uh, f- that has worked for you? all of these honestly
1: projects. my Google Calendar I, can, mm-hmm. I being a creative you know and having a million things on the go on top of everyday life things of course yeah um, my Google Calendar has become my everything.
0: everything. <laughs> yeah. um, that's that's and live is. by yeah. it. Don't yeah. just put
1: it in there mm-hmm. and leave it there. You got to look at it every day <laughs> and a few times, you know. Yeah. So that you can stay on top of it.
0: And that's just kept you okay. So everyone's listening. Uh, use your calendar. I just use a calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll, fix, that'll just fix everything. I'm sure
1: there's a much better explanation, but that's Stacy's explanation yeah, of the but day. Just, I guess
0: like maybe you're someone who's very visual. Very. Um, and yeah. that and then seeing it actually just makes it easier. So that makes sense. I, I have a, a planner that I've, I used to be really good with putting everything in and planning things and kept all my notes and thoughts together. And I kind of just faded away from using it. And uh, my life has just become kind of crazy ever since then. So maybe I need to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, so this um, album, 1111. Yes. What made you decide to, um, to write it? Or to, to record it and share it with the world, so I was getting a phone call. That's
1: okay, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, What made me decide to write it? Uh, well, I, I had a lot of it written, and it was just a matter of pulling up my big girl socks and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sending it out there. Um, that thats That's pretty much it. Yeah, just- I just had to get an album out there you know i didn't want to keep sitting on my music and hoarding it. i've got a a really bad habit of doing that recording hoarding. things and not sharing them
0: yeah just hoarding and yeah. it for yourself it's counterproductive <laughs> a little. and then especially if you want people to listen to it and and hear right. it and learn from it <laughs> um
1: yes contradicting my own desires and i <laughs> i told myself a couple of years ago i'm not gonna do that anymore yeah. i will not contradict my desires by my actions, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And well, oh, it's great though. Um, so, that being said, why did you decide to? How, how many songs are on, going to be on this new album? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> so, why did you decide to do a? I guess a, a full length. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you rather do eleven rather than maybe smaller chunks of music?
1: Um, so uh, instead of the EP or anything.
0: Yeah. Um, I just think I needed to get that big
1: chunk of time away. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed. <laughs> like I said, I I feel like there are blocks of blocks of time. So I wanted to get get that all in one place and then uh, have that all gone, you know, so that I can yes, look forward.
0: It's, it's done and you can, yeah, look forward. Yep. Um, and wh- did you uh, record this yourself or did you go to a studio? Um, um,
1: yeah, I worked out of uh, Amplitude Audio Production okay. with uh, Doug Northcott. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the he did the mixing and the mastering and the production, and he mm-hmm. did drumming on a few tracks. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He put up with me for a few years. Yeah, it, was it took a
0: few years to record everything.
1: Yes, it was. Uh, it was a long process. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some unfortunate events, you know, occurred and okay. uh, kind of slowed our our, uh, our our movement down a little bit. But uh, kept going, kept going. Yeah,
0: so. no, it's good that you persevered. Yes. Um, you look great now, Thank whatever you. happened. Um, <laughs> and uh, now, you have a, now you have an album that you should be super proud of that is going to be shared into the world. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yes. Why did you decide the Park Theater to, to release it? Um, well, it's an all-ages event
1: uh, or place. It's licensed, but, uh, it you know, all ages, uh, which is nice. And I do have a lot of uh, people in my corner, including friends' children, that... Would love to come and see a show, mm-hmm. you know. So, what better opportunity than for some of them to come and uh, and see me there, you know? And it, it's a really nice place. The sound is great. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's I, I've quite enjoyed performing on their stage in the past, so mm-hmm. it felt right.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I I agree with you. I I have been there a couple times. Uh, I've heard of it, uh, and I also agree that it's it's. um a good venue, so that's good on you. So you uh, used to call yourself Stacy James and the Kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you told me the story before that we um, started recording, but if you wanted to just tell me, why did you change it now to just just your your name? Even if you you do have a background or a back band, is it background? I don't know like that sort of thing, <laughs> okay. but a backing band. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, well, let what, what me uh, let me read the word that I have a better idea. Um, what made you decide to initially? <coughs> Oh, are you okay? Excuse me. Yep. <laughs> what made you initially decide to call it Stacey James and the Kick? Why did you want to make it a band sound? Like it sounds like a, a like a, a group rather mm-hmm. than just being a solo performer.
1: Uh, well, there's a, a couple of reasons, I guess. Uh, Stacey James and the Kick, we wanted the band. Uh, we wanted a name for the band because we did have the same um, members, too. Um, over the course of time, you know, some people, you know, left. Some people stayed. Um, one uh, regrettably passed passed away, um, but his talent you can hear on the album. Um, and so we we were more of a collective at that time. Um, and also, though uh, uh, there was a, a band out of Europe called the Kick, and so that was starting to get a little bit confusing, too, I think, Mm -hmm. um, because when it came to social media presence, um, there was some overlapping in different areas. And uh, I could just foresee an issue in the future. Mm Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, You don't want to just like <laughs> add a letter or something, and it's like ki- and the kick <laughs> and the e. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's right. It probably would change the pronunciation. Um, so we're going to take a break in a little bit. Listening to the second song, uh, "Want to Sing." Mm-hmm. Um, What's inspired you to write this song?
1: Well, <laughs> "Want to Sing." Uh, I have always said that uh, anybody that feels joy or love they want to sing whether they're a vocalist or not and and i've heard it i'm sure everyone has heard somebody you know <laughs> you know <laughs> singing along just because they're happy and their soul's full um and that that's that's what made me write it um i was feeling soul full and um i felt love and so i wrote about it and how it made me want to
0: sing that's beautiful i love it um Great. So everyone who's listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM, this is Ashley Bignage with Stacey James. She's promoting her upcoming album release, 1111, which will be at the Park Theater on February 10th. Um, Doors open at 8. You're having a band called Staccata. It's a a two-piece. Yes. Um, What kind of music do they do?
1: Oh, I don't even gold. I don't even know how gold. to categorize it. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. they're okay, really, really good. So you
0: just have to come to the show. Um, they'll be opening for you, and it's ten dollars uh, cover. Yep, totally reasonable. And then you can get an album there. Uh, so now we're going to be listening to. Oh, let me see if I can get it on my um on my. Uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs>
3: Since I've never been the same, I was gonna keep walking, but I turned around. That's when I drove my search and I found you spending data with your heart in your hand, reaching out to me, but I couldn't understand. I said, Why? I rolled the paper. I'll give in there's glow in your soul twinkle in your eye. that's why i'm gonna keep you by my side have been the down over and over again it tells me that there's a situation you in and if there's anybody
0: Welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is still Ashley Baniage. I'm still here with Stacey James. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Hi. Um, so just a really quick promo, f- promo for the Winnipeg Music Project. We have stickers now. I know that's really exciting um, for me, specifically because it's, it's the Winnipeg Music Project. Um, but they're free. They are just fun ways to show that you support the show. If you would like to come pick some up, you can find them here at UMFM at, at the University of Manitoba Station. Um... As well, I'll be dropping off some uh, sometime this week at Manitoba Music, and I'm giving that to all friends and family. If you would like a sticker, just let me know, and I can meet up with you, and you can have some stickers. I know it's really weird. They're just stickers, but it really doesn't mean a lot to the show to just... Um,
2: Support it. And-
0: plaster them everywhere i want to cover the entire city with just stickers (laughs) that's my goal that's why i have so many um so we just finished hearing your song want to sing um and we were talking just um under like while the uh, mics were off they're saying that's one of the happier songs Mm -hmm. um you've written or more more love i guess um about like happy love Mm -hmm. um I know we had just talked about it like, with ourselves, but just to talk with the audience, sure. um, why do you think that's a struggle for people to write happy songs? It's so easy. Like, yeah. and I said like it's so easy to write about things yeah. that have hurt you and that anger you because you get so passionate. Um, why do you think, specifically for yourself, um, you, don't wanna, you don't find yourself writing as many songs that are happy and lovable and po- positive? Uh I have
1: the happy uh the happy positive songs uh, but when it comes to love gone right mm-hmm. I think I have uh not too many of those yeah mm-hmm. and I don't think it's because I've you know I'm just some angry thing that <laughs> <It> was lurking <laughs> in the night um I think it's more because love in itself uh comes with intense vulnerability so to be able to take that vulnerable feeling and put that into music and then share that it's like double vulnerable um and there's no i don't know if there's really too many metaphoric ways to say the positive things about love Mm -hmm. so it's really you're really exposed in a sense that that's for myself i don't know how it is for for other for other writers but um and i think i'd say
0: that that's probably why Mm -hmm. it's just hard to find things to help express yourself uh in a sense Mm -hmm. uh but express it in the right way without um forcing some kind of metaphor that seems really i guess forced yeah or having it
1: be too cliche because i mean a lot of the you know I feel like flying that's something that you know you hear quite often mm-hmm. in that so finding different ways to to convey it without pointing out an exact moment or person or thing or mm-hmm. I don't know if that
0: yeah. no I, I yeah that makes sense when I think about the songs that I've written that were about love they're very I like to think cheesy but that's kind of like what I was going for um super but love is cheesy. Yeah, and, like, and what's wrong with that? Why can't love songs be cheesy? There's nothing
1: wrong with it. I I'm just no,
0: no, I'm just like I'm I'm just thinking like people's like, "Oh man, that's so cheesy." Or, oh man, like, "Oh, that's so embarrassing." And like, why? It's so much fun. It make like it's so happy. I don't know. I'll just um then
1: it's a natural experience that, you know, most people all feel in their time and they and it's relatable. You know, uh people can relate to good love, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So just sing.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, one other uh, topic that we actually, I actually forgot to mention before the break, we, you mm. are also involved in something called Women Helping Women. Yes. Uh, tell me about that.
1: Well, uh, it's an annual event um, that uh, is put on here for the local women's shelters uh, for women and children. Um, And we're going to be going on to our fourth year. Uh, It's pretty much an idea that I pulled out of my head uh, four years ago and just put it into action. Um, And it's a lineup of local female artists uh, filling the evening with their their sounds um, in support of the, of the, the shelter. So we take uh, donations that come in uh, monetary and or items, and uh, we distribute it, you know, to the to the shelters. We're going to be uh, working with two this year. Uh, the date T- TBA, but uh, yeah, we're going to be working with uh, two shelters this year: the Villa Rosa and Ique. And uh, it's 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 growing annually mm-hmm. to, to raise awareness of domestic abuse and and help some people.
0: So uh, and and it, uh, what got you started with that kind of stuff? Like you said that you thought about it, but it's one thing to think about something, but then to actually go through with it and plan. It's like, there's so much planning that goes into yeah. um, projects like this. How did you stick with it for, and for four years? Well,
1: it was like, okay, here's the first year. It's only going to get bigger. The second year got bigger. The third year got bigger. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a challenge too. Um, but I don't want to just think about it. I want to, I want to do it. And, and unfortunately I, I, you know, or I don't want to, you know, Jinx myself by any means, but um if I can't do something on a huge grand scheme, I might as well do what I can in a small way you know and i've I've always been that way um i I thoroughly enjoy helping other people it's just part of me. And so, um, knowing different people that had been in different situations, uh, whether it be physical, mental, emotional abuse, um, where there have been children involved and seeing that and seeing these different organizations that are available in Winnipeg to help women and children with these transitions, um, it just seemed like the right thing to do is to put it into action, help these people help people. And I get to help people. I feel good for helping. And it's just, it's just a cycle of. It's a win-win. Goodness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how do you, um, how did you, because I, as um, someone who tries to help people too, mm-hmm. uh, how did you start that project? Like, how did you f- maybe find the venue, um, find these artists, pick who you wanted to support that year? How do you, go through that process if you could explain it to me um
1: well i just i was like okay what do i want to do this is what i want to do in order to do this i need to get in touch with a shelter so i started with one um and uh, that was osborne house previously and so i approached their director and said this is what i'd like to do you know do i have your your authorization are you willing to support it they said oh yeah you know um and so i was like okay well, I need a venue and I need some artists. Once I have a venue, I know that the artists, they'll be more than willing to help this cause. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started with uh, some of the local, smaller local businesses and the businesses that my friends own to say, hey, you want to sponsor this? Um, And then the following year it it grew. And then I started having people volunteer to, to help out a bit, you know, like write the letter for sponsorship and approach the unions and you know stuff like that so it's step by step by step I'd say that the third year uh, last year was the most successful so far Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm obviously learning too (laughs) as I go Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I'm more than certain that this year will be even greater
0: (laughs) super exciting so um, if for people who would like information about women helping women Mm -hmm. uh, where can we find more information
1: well I'm going to be actively updating the women helping women um page on Facebook um and I have been I've been throwing a couple things in there you know we are calling for volunteers now um so that I know what I'm working with mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah and uh, they can also uh, approach me I'm I'm I am to be found on uh Facebook so I can always mm-hmm accept a message there and be more than happy to to answer any questions
0: that's awesome yeah that's great that's all that's that's um such a cool thing to plug right now because my february is is uh, my aim to be winnipeg music projects women rule month or something i'm just all uh, interviewing all female artists because there are so many of us but i feel like we're so hidden because there are just there's such a large number of guys out there and Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a bad thing but it's just like being a, a woman in the music industry, it's like I'll go to events and I'll be the only girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that, that's totally fine. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm awesome as it is, so I'll blend with all these people. But um, it would be nice to have another girl around. And I think, I think it's just great for girls to stick together and support each other. And especially Absolutely. with such a great um, project that you have to help these shelters, that's such a great idea yeah it's a
1: good way to bring people together, absolutely
0: yeah, for sure no I love it, Thanks. but I'm, I'm moving forward from that so people if you would like to um mm-hmm. to learn more about that, please look up women helping women on um, Facebook and as well as on the pod- on the podcast on the podcast. I will cl- include a link so you can find it easier there as well. Um, so going back to your um, musical career, mm-hmm. um, what are some stresses with performing that you have to deal with? Um, whether it's like nerves or um, really I don't I don't even know. do you have deal with any challenges or stresses while you're performing? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. if
1: my fingers get cold, okay. if, if <laughs> my hands and my feet and my nose, to be quite honest <laughs> with you are always cold okay so if you see me standing somewhere with my hands between my legs or in my <laughs> armpits it's not because I got an issue it's cuz I'm cold um, yeah so like if my movie, hands like get the cold, movie
0: superstar and she puts her fingers in her yeah
1: <laughs> I don't sniff them though <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> excuse me um, but yeah no uh, when my fingers get cold they slow down well, so that's, that's that's something that I, I worry about sometimes I'm like okay If my fingers get cold, I'm going to miss this note. Mm. Um, But uh, as far as becoming nervous before going on stage, um, I feel like I should say that I have that, but I really don't have that anymore. Um, I used to. um, For 10 years I had that, but it just became so comfortable. And once I became more familiar with that out-of-body experience feeling that you get, I looked forward to it more than, than feared it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, I know what I'm getting tonight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you, did you ever notice a transition from being uncomfortable or or nervous to just, do you know when that kind of switched and you're like, oh no, I enjoy this. This is fun. I can't wait. Or do you, do you ever notice that transition from being nervous to excited? I think so. Um, I, I
1: think it, it happened, uh, somewhere in the time when I, when I had gone into, uh, gone, uh, stepped out, out of the, the hip hop scene only and started dabbling within different scenes and, and, and sang and song wrote for uh, a funk rock band here in the city, and that was Grooveport. Uh, being the frontman of that band, I was, I, I had no choice. It's like perform, you know, You I had to launch myself out of my shell. So it was definitely around then. But uh, then after I had taken a little break um, for about a year or two uh, before starting my own band, uh, I would say it was in then, uh, at that time, when uh, I realized that, oh, I have nothing to fear here. I, This is my love. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know? great. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, music's not that scary.
1: No. Um, People staring at you can be. I yeah. mean, understandably so, but mm-hmm. just look over their heads.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just like look right through them. Yeah, and maybe they'll think that you're looking at them and actually singing and speaking to them. Oh yeah. So, do you have any advice for um, musicians who are beginning? Maybe they are starting their own band, or maybe they just want to start solo performing. Maybe specifically um, a combo of genres like yourself. <laughs> um, do you have any suggestions for them? that Maybe that you learned over the years that has really kind of well, could be a time saver for someone else. Um, don't
1: procrastinate just do it. (laughs) Um, if you can, uh, yeah, if you can see it in your mind, you can see it in your reality. That's all there is to it. So, um, the more time anybody takes, you know, going over something again and again and again and wondering if, how, 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 how just do, and the how, like those questions will be answered over the course of your doing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, as that that's probably the best time saver right there is, is is don't procrastinate. You know, and uh don't be intimidated by the process. It is a process. Having a band is not easy. And I, I'd be lying if I said it was. You know, um it's very rare that you'll find a pocket full of people and everybody just agrees and connects and can do it together for the long term you know there's going to be some in there's going to be some out there's going to be some up and down but as long as you keep plunking you're golden
0: Mm -hmm. no that's that's (laughs) great um so what do you what do you mean specifically by procrastinating rather than do you mean just not doing any of the work um or do you mean just holding back on things and both
1: okay totally totally both um You know, if you're like, oh, well, this is too hard. Well, I mean, just like anything in life, if you look at it through negative eyes, you're going to have a negative response from Mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? Um, So you need to launch, launch yourself, you know, (laughs) be the fuel to your own fire and don't be afraid of doing the work and don't be afraid of yourself in which you can possibly achieve and rejection. Who cares? For the, you know, the 10 people that reject you, there's 20 people that will accept you, you know, so it, it, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, fine. Like, it's okay to hear no ruins in a while. Um, but maybe, oh, yeah. maybe people are procrastinating because they're struggling, mm-hmm. um, with maybe that fear of, of rejection or just not feeling comfortable with their own abilities. How would you recommend they start to push past that and actually start to be productive with, um, working with a band or songwriting or performing more? Um, that's, that's a tough one because
1: everybody is so different and, uh, you know, they, they have their own little internal conversations that, you know, can be destructive. Um, but it just, you do it. You know, I've always told people to look yourself in the eyes. Nobody will ever give you a heck the way you can give yourself heck. Mm -hmm. Find a mirror, probably a better you know best ideas when no one's around <laughs> you know just saying <laughs> just talk to yourself you know honestly look yourself in your eyes and tell yourself off what are you doing why aren't you out there doing this who cares if they don't like it you know uh you know if you're worried about it who cares keep going if this isn't good enough then write something else and do it again you know it's just um that's how you have to push past it you know know your self worth love yourself and keep going
0: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah trust yourself
1: as far as how to i i that i don't know i'm still you know i'm still discovering myself Mm -hmm. you know just like all of us right
0: unfortunately mm -hmm. um no that's awesome that's great uh we are starting to wrap up i'm just trying to shove in as many questions as i can okay um you are currently working on a new album yeah um when do you plan on releasing that one
1: if everything works out as planned I am hoping to release it next summer not this coming summer but next summer Um, and I was thinking about doing an EP but no it'll probably be another full length Is Mm -hmm. is the the route I'm planning on taking
0: okay why did you decide to do that well
1: I just there's just too many darn songs like I have way too much music and I and I on top of it I keep writing and writing and writing Um, to just release five songs to eight songs at a time. It just makes sense for me to get as many out at that (laughs) time. Mm -hmm. You know, if I could do a 23 song disc, I I would, but I could see it being a little bit
0: much. Yeah. 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 I just don't understand how you can write so much music. I struggle so much with getting like one song out, maybe every few months. How do you, how do you do it? How do you write so much? I think, um,
1: When I'm inspired, I'm inspired. Um, I do get writer's block just like everybody else that writes. (laughs) Um, uh, But, you know, and there will be, you know, droughts, I'd say, you know, where there is a month where I've got nothing. and, And believe it or not, I'll stress over it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's nothing coming. But then there's other times when I'll sit down and I'll write five articles. I will sit down and plunk out three songs in a day and then two the next day. Um so it it averages. It averages out and so that mm-hmm. way I don't you know, I pat myself on the back for the average rather than the
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> try to find a way to word it. Not stressing about it so much is kind of what i should take away from what you said well, <laughs> it could just be a really long writer's block right now it's absolutely you know, it happens 20 years or something yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> No, like
1: then you you've got to go on a search for inspiration i mean and and that's another thing that that you can do you know to get past that writer's block is actively search for inspiration mm-hmm. you know you might have to um watch a movie that you've never watched before and i actually have a song on my album coming out um and the whole song is uh, it's called First Day. It is inspired from the movie The Notebook. I watched that movie and I was like I need to write about their kind of love, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I mean inspiration can find you in a million different places as long as your eyes are open to receiving it.
0: Mhm. Okay, I'll just watch some more movies and uh, yeah, yeah, go on a trip. Yeah.
1: That's sit in a true. park and look at people like a creep it works yeah that's
0: actually true i was uh thinking about a friend of mine and his relationship with his ex and just how how he still has feelings for her and i thought that'd be, that'd be a really interesting song so that, that there makes you go see be more aware of yeah. that uh, so we do have to start wrapping up Wonderful. um for people who are listening where can they find uh, your music
1: Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm kind of scattered all over the place, Mm -hmm. but I, I do have two singles from this album that I released over the course of the summer, uh, into the fall. So you can find that at stacyjames.ca, um, iTunes, Google play, uh, Spotify, And then you know there was Reverb Nation and SoundCloud and I'm kind of
0: Bandcamp and Bandcamp. There's another one. Yep, yep. just everything. So just Stacey James Winnipeg and mm, whatever is your your preference. um, You're probably on. Other than MySpace, I don't think.
1: My profile's still there. <laughs> I just don't update it, so, yeah. That's okay.
0: <laughs> so, if you still use MySpace for some reason, um, it's not there. So, you'll have to look somewhere somewhere else. Maybe upgrade your social media. Uh, that being said, where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh, well, Stacy James Writer um, is uh, one of the tags that will work. So, Facebook upper slash Stacy James Writer. Um, or just Stacy James in the search bar. And, uh, you know, you can... Add me. Say hello. Chit chat. Um, I do uh, a lot of answer, question and answer type things live on my uh, Stacey James Music page, Um, and then Stacey J Music with Twitter, Stacey James Writer Instagram. Um, (laughs) What am I missing?
0: uh youtube I, I think i nailed
1: them. oh stacy james Ryder. Yeah. yep good slash okay. stacy james writer
0: and i will have all of these links available on the podcast for people who are or on the web page for people who are listening on the podcast so it's easier for you to find thank you so much for coming onto the show thank this you this has been so much fun i, I really enjoyed it. finally getting to talk with you and uh and talk about women and just how awesome we are <laughs> uh, so we're going to close the song walk to my beat Do you to yes. really quickly talk about what that song is about
1: uh sure yeah um I was trying to find, uh, figure out a really nice way to end a relationship, and being a a musician and a songwriter, I figured well, why not serenade someone out the door? That would be a really neat way to oh. say farewell. So that's what this woman in this song is doing, is she's singing him out the door saying, walk to my beat. Um, in fact, me and my producer are actually working on a remix of this song right now that's going to be uh, up-tempo with a bit more of a urban hip-hop feel. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be that's awesome. It's going to be neat. The
0: sound's super sassy, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to listen to it with you right now. Right um, so everyone is listening, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Biniage. If you'd like to re-listen to this podcast or or this interview uh, or any of the other interviews that I've done in the past, however long as I've been doing this, um, you can find it on winnipegmusicproject.com as well as on iTunes and Google Play. Um, I obviously need to get off the radio right now. (laughs) I <laughs> what am I
2: saying
0: <laughs> uh, so now we're listening to uh, Walk to My Beat which is from your soon to be released album 1111 yes. which if you would like to come to the album release please go to um, we're going to get tickets actually uh,
1: well tickets it will just be at the door at this at the point door. that's yep. no problem yep.
0: yeah because uh, I guess it's like in a couple of days so it's going to be at the Park Theater on February 10th uh, doors open at 8 uh, opening band Staccata and it's $10 uh, So thanks so much for tuning in uh, and now you're to walk to my beats maybe there you go <laughs>
3: you could get one past me Yeah, I thought you were pretty smooth About